0: Previously on QuestFest. As Bon Bon begins to realize that Lionel had not been exactly honest with her about this caper, another group feels the draw of the bulwark. Or, at least they think they do. Far away on the northwest end of the continent, an academy formed in the name of Her Lady Forgotten to teach wizardry, witchcraft, and magic of the divine, along with the more physical elements of combat. Four students work through what happened. Let's let them tell it, shall we? On Quest Fest. So, how we're going to play this. The dropouts uh as we are I believe running with here.
1: Not officially.
0: Uh unofficially. Officially unofficially. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um I want fans to be like da 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 and we're like that's really good. Wow. Oh,
2: we're going to be called the da
1: da da da. That
0: was my favorites, i love the da 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 da. Okay. <laughs> We're never actually going to play d d today, just in case you're curious. I
2: just missed you guys too much. Yeah, I was going
0: to say this. Same. It's
1: been like five I,
0: years. Um, that's what it feels like. Too much um, energy. So we'll actually open in At the, close. the dining room. You already did that joke.
2: <laughs> yeah, but this time you said it like the Harry Potter one. <laughs> All
0: right, I give up. Somebody else take over. I'm going to go get dinner. <laughs> So, how this is going to roll is the characters will open in the White Elk Inn, uh, where they've just arrived after a forced night of uh, travel, and you will be recounting the tale that got you there. Cool. So for this, uh, for this session or sessions, um, depending on how long this takes, there is a new mechanic. So effectively, all of the players. You guys will start each session with two story coins where, effectively, at any point during a given scenario, you can say, Wait, that's not how I remember it. Mm -hmm. And change whatever is happening, change, I should say, the action specific of what's happening. Um, How this plays out mechanically is say that a fireball erupts in front of you. One of you can say, No, that's not what happened. You're getting confused. It wasn't a fireball. It was just a fire bolt that streaked in front of us. And at that point, you would, if we were in person, pass me your coin, and I now have that. Additionally, as I am shamelessly borrowing from another system, I can pass you a coin and do the same thing. But you have to choose to accept it or not.
3: Interesting.
0: Okay. Mm. I will say... I heavily encourage the use of this as I will be effectively putting you in situations where, if you do not have the ability to change the story, it could have disastrous results for you. We're going to be opening, um, as we've noted before, as the campus is engaged in a sort of warfare simulation when we go back to Tailor Tale, I should say. So just keep that in mind uh, as we travel to get to where we are. But that'll be the future, or the past, or the past future, or the future past. <laughs> X-Men, give us some money. Days
2: of future past. <laughs>
0: uh, Marvel, uh, that was my plug. Um, I believe you owe me $10 million. Thank you.
3: <laughs> or sponsor our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Would
0: you like those 10 coins? Sponsored by Marvel, because oh whoa. Oh my god.
4: Uh, they have instead said a cease and desist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> more, much more likely mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: so we begin and you're sitting at a table in the white elk inn the fire glows with a warm orange giving the room an orange warm tint a large man stands behind the bar casually wiping down glasses it is very late and in fact the dining room here is to be closed soon. You've acquired rooms, and you're beginning to rehash your tale of how you got here. If you would, Cameron, please describe your character.
2: Um, hi, my name is Edwin Wilburn. Um, I am an Azamar wizard uh, with a slightly deviated septum um, and pretty bad anxiety issues. I've got this voice is going to be so hard to keep up. Damn. (laughs) I'm trying to the bit. my, My skin is like light emerald green. I have like medium short length, curly, dark, emerald green hair, um, five, eight, 150 pounds. Um, pretty nerdy and witty, but, uh, not very good in uh, conversations most of the time.
3: Cute. I love him. And you're cute.
2: <laughs> and yeah, Edwin's really cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sitting to the right of him, around this circular table, Jeep, please, give us a description.
3: Bonjour. My name is Jeep Jericho. I am a affling monk. I am... Three foot nine and 42 pounds. I uh, came to the university to learn more about the world. I come from a very small affling town and uh, wanted to learn more than they had to offer. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And to their right, a small fey creature sits. Please describe yourself.
1: Hello. Ren Fern I am a two-foot fairy fighter. I have a giant axe that I love very much. I have a short pixie cut that's lavender with side buzz cuts. I have very fair skin. I'm 17 years old. Uh, my eyes are pink. And I'm from the Fey yeah, Wild yeah,
2: Wild West. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: Bless now
2: your it's heart. Planning, Brian. Yeah, it is.
0: You can't stop us. <laughs> i country, I can stop you very easily.
2: <laughs> Brian's going to use the token. The man to
0: behind the bar turns. begins yeah, to. Brian
1: ev- uses his token
4: uh-huh. right
0: now. That's not what I mean. No.
1: Brian hmm. <laughs> uses it again and just goes, hmm, I still just remember it that enough. way, honey.
0: Ah, but I have infinite. Uh, Counterspell battle. You have two. Oh, my God. <laughs> except one is level bazillion the other i don't
3: know cameron edits the podcast um, oh my god
0: you're right
2: <laughs> edwin holds all the power the, s-
0: the secret truth is revealed everything he says is right I...
4: well 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 turns out the av club is top
1: of the pile after all Please tell me that's your voice, Justin, please. No. It's not. <laughs> Damn it.
4: <laughs> I was doing an Edwin impersonation.
0: Yep, yep. And seated at the fourth corner, or as we come all the way around, Justin, please describe your character.
4: Yes. Um, my name is Thurin Enthalion of The Bastion Enthalions, You might have heard of them. Um <sighs> Six foot three, blonde hair, blue eyes, of course. Flawless skin, absolutely flawless. Not a blemish to be found, never has been, never will be. We are that pure of elves. Wearing, uh, like, blue and white scale mail with, like, yellow accents. And just very, very prim, very proper. Fully seated in the chair, but seated in such a way that, like, You can tell that he really just doesn't want to be touching any surfaces at all, and he's only sitting with, like, the minimum amount
2: of contact. This is, like, a challenge to how prissy Lionel is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay, will be a duel. So let us then talk about how we got here. We roll back the day's events, going Back to two days ago, in the early morning, as the sun crests over the towers of the academy, a hazy glow fills the air. You're standing in a created fixture roughly the size of five or six football fields across and also five or six football fields in length. This massive square that has been built to hold this war game. The four of you have been assigned to function as what is essentially a small independent squad. You are under the charge of Sir Joffrey Godport. He is essentially, in this situation, your commanding officer. He is a year ahead of you in the school, and effectively, he is in contact with the teachers. Uh, You all are familiar with these scenarios. Um, You know that yearly... This contest is held and it's an attempt to give the students an idea of what battle is truly like. The haze that surrounds the battlefield is actually a spell. Should you be killed via magic or standard weaponry, mundane, perhaps I should say weaponry, the spell will prevent you from dying and instead teleport you out of the arena. The goal is different yearly. Some years, it's a very structured exercise, one that is meant to test both mental and physical capabilities of the students. This year, it is a much simpler exercise. They have built an arena, and your goal is to survive for as long as possible. The terrain changes dramatically at seemingly random. As we begin, you're on what appears to be a fixed mountainside. There is no one around you, but the shouts and the screams of battle are echoing through the chamber, so to speak. You've been here for roughly 10 minutes, and you're waiting for Godport to get back, as something will always be changing. And in this case, he's to bring instructions back to you of what your next sub goal is. What are you doing while you wait?
2: So is it, like, we're we're in the thing right now, and so we need to be, like, defensive, I guess?
0: You are, exactly. um, You are in what appears to be a fixed, almost mountainside. The mountain, quote-unquote here, cutting you off from the rest of the arena and giving you this somewhat shallow, effectively 30 feet terrain, uh, almost as though a bowl was scooped out. Um, You're effectively at the moment, safe unless someone were to come over the mountain or teleport in front of you. At this point, I do not know, have you introduced yourselves yet? To each other? Yes. You were just assigned, and within minutes of being assigned, we're thrust into this sort of combat situation where Godport said, wait for me. It has been 10 minutes thus.
2: Okay. Uh, And we know, like, we are a team. We... Have to like. We have to make our team last as long as we can. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Correct. That is effectively what you've been told. Is this is an arena situation? The goal is free for all, except for your squads, and the winning is simply to survive.
3: I imagine we would have introduced each other already. Okay. Which isn't great podcasting. We can introduce <laughs> no, ourselves um... again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was gonna say excellent roleplay, guys. Ten out of ten, nailed it. <laughs> I shouldn't have even offered the option. I should have been like, "All right, so now you introduce yourself."
2: The best thing for an audio <laughs> medium is hand waving,
0: right? Yeah.
2: Um. Uh. So. So. What? What's everyone's uh s- strengths? I I can do some magic. Um, and maybe help protect us. Um, while we're waiting for. Joffrey, to get back.
1: I am a good fighter. I'm pretty strong, and I have this big axe here, so that's what I can bring.
4: Well, I suppose I'm the healer, so I can make sure that none of you, I suppose, die. I don't know; you're probably all going to go down, but I can make sure you don't die. Um, I'd pro, I'd, I'd like to not die. Yes, living well, would
1: I'd... be a little optimal.
4: All right, well, I'll do my best then.
3: I appreciate your. Confidence in us? And thinking we are all going to go down immediately?
4: I didn't say immediately, did I? The one with the axe, you'll you will probably stay up for quite a bit, I can tell.
1: Well, thank you for your confidence in me, I guess. She is rather small, though. Even smaller than me. Small but mighty, they say.
0: So, the smell of smoke perforates the air, and you hear explosions um, just over your protective hill. And in fact, those of you Uh, who are actively looking, uh, roll a perception check.
1: 17?
0: 19. 10. 17? Yeah. Say 19, Edwin. Edwin's very perceptive. Nice. Okay. Anyone who was over 15 noticed streaks of blue flame colliding with this. I should note, the terrain itself looks real until it is hit. And then it explodes into almost a white dust. And that is what you see falling around you. Um, Anyone who rolled below the 15, that is all you see is the dust falling all over you and covering you in this almost filmy, ectoplasmic uh, sludge as it hits. And it lingers Ah. for a few moments before it begins to slowly fade away.
4: Damn it, it got in my eye.
1: Ah.
0: (laughs) Oh Oh my god. You're
1: the cleric, you should be able to hear that for yourself.
0: (laughs) Moments after, you hear a shrill voice um, coming from over the hill um, from whence Joffrey had left. It's saying something that you might know if you roll a perception check. 19.
3: 19. Did you get the same as me again? I did.
0: 8. 13.
3: The small ones. They see. They hear.
0: <laughs> you hear a flood of curses in a shrill, high voice. Um, those of you who rolled over a 15 hear at least three different languages, one including giant, uh, which sounds like a rattling of boulders, some sylvan, and then abyssal.
3: Uh,
0: Brian, could you um, show us what giant sounds like real quick? Um, Cameron with the save. Yes, that's what uh, giant sounds like. A blast echoes, and a chunk is torn from your uh, protective blade here. And behind you, through the opening, uh, you see smoke. And Godport rushes in, and as he does, he turns and mutters a few words, and the terrain begins to affix itself. He turns to meet your gaze. He looks halty. Is that how you say it? Hottie? Halty. yeah. Hottie, thank you. Hottie, hottie, two by four. Um, I'm You're tired white. too, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. So. He has a sharp, pointed nose. Um, traditional dwarvish, dwarfish features.
3: Sorry, that's always how Brian says it. And now that I've noticed, it's very jarring. He's like dwarf.
0: It's uh, I say dwarf like a like a dwarf would say dwarf. Apparently, y- yeah. Yeah, I've never okay. noticed that about myself. You've just revealed that uh, on.
3: Oh, it's in the
1: very first episode. Oh, no,
0: it's great. Now I just, I now I would have never noticed. Now I will forever and be self-conscious, so thank you. Uh, So
4: D-O-R-F, like the Tim Conway character? (laughs) Yeah. Dorf.
1: (laughs) 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 Brian spits out hot tea. (sighs) Oh,
2: Um, me.
1: Don't waste your tea, honey. That's important.
2: So I like how much we're staying on track, right? It's
1: very good. We've
0: made it a whole two at. seconds into the planned content. We're doing it. He turns around, uh, potty, um, traditional dwarf-like Dwarf. features, but he is tall. Um, it's as though he has been stretched out, and he is roughly six five, but built like a mountain. He has a trim, clean-cut beard with a uh, mustache that comes down and runs straight, uh, bringing it to a point here at his bottom of his chin. His nose is long and crooked. Uh, Basically, if Professor Snape was a dwarf and then mixed with um, Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, nailing those 90s references, baby. Um, None of you died. Perfect. He pulls his shoulders back and he says, we have our orders. And he points to one of the towers. We're to retrieve, he puts up quotations or his fingers to provide quotations. Medical supplies, and bring them to the back lines, which means we have to make it across the field. Oh boy, he uh, looks around. I don't suppose any of you know how to cast invisibility.
2: D- no, where
4: that's a bit advanced, isn't it? I don't. I, you don't learn that until like
0: fourth year, right? It was too much to hope that you were advanced. Is there anything? You know that we're underclassmen. When I was an underclassman, I came in knowing at least third level spells.
2: Okay, then why don't you know how to cast invisibility?
0: I do, but I didn't want to have to cast it on you. Okay, then don't. I'll make it.
1: We'll find a way.
3: What awaits us in the field? that we have to cross.
0: Well, he turns around, and you notice that when he interacts with the terrain, um, a ring on his finger glows, and it disintegrates a little bit away. Uh, you're familiar with enough to know that instructors, or in this case, um, the uh, those who have wards or responsibilities, are given a device that allows them to manufacture or de-manufacture such terrain. As he does so, a small window opens. You see behind it uh, what looks to be arcane hell. Bolts of fire flinging through the air. Um, rocks and debris exploding. A trebuchet, perhaps, in the distance, launching and crashing onto the ground. That.
2: Oh. Uh, Okay, we could probably make it.
0: I'll cast my spell. I just hope I didn't have to. Turn around, please.
1: Why do we have to turn around?
0: Because I told you to.
1: Just because you told us to doesn't mean we have to do it.
4: Do you? All right, well, if we fight him every step of the way, it's never going to get over, is it?
0: He.
3: I have already turned around. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he, you see him beginning to simmer um it is worth noting he is functioning as a superior officer in this uh situation does everybody turn around or ren are you oh okay yes ren make a dexterity save
1: -hmm <laughs>
0: That's an at
1: 20, so, uh... Oh, man. <laughs> Oh,
0: no. I believe you'll still take half damage, but I have to double-check myself. Looking things up again. <laughs> when did invisibility cause damage?
2: He, he
0: wasn't. He got angry. I should note, everyone roll initiative. Oh. Oh, shit.
4: Good lord. mm <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: My
2: initiative is a 21. My initiative is 14. Three. I beat you by one. I got a four.
0: (laughs) Okay, I think this is one of the few saves that's actually not half damage. Well, Jeep, your comrade, has just disobeyed a direct order and in retaliation uh, was attacked. She successfully dodged, but there is a very angry looking uh, upperclassman staring at you.
3: Friend, this is not the time to be disobeying. We need to work together to cross the field. And he is supposed to be in charge, even though he is being a little bit standoffish, honestly.
1: All right, only because you asked nicely. I just don't deal well with authority. And he's taken over a little bit too much of his power, if you ask me.
3: Geoffrey, are you going to cast invisibility on us? Or do we have to cross the field by ourselves?
0: Roll persuasion. 17. And Jeep over here with them good rolls.
1: I like this dice that Cameron got me. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, He... Simmers down fine, because you asked so nicely. Um, and as he does, he afflicts a little bit of a southern draw, um, mocking Wren. <laughs> but as he does so, he also um, flings his hand wide, and you were all made invisible.
3: Ooh. So we cannot see each other? Is that correct? That is
0: correct. No one can see anyone.
3: Neat. Mm. Merci, Geoffrey.
0: Um, Should we all
2: uh, chain it, hold hands, so we know where each other are?
1: Yes, that would be a good idea. Holding hands sounds good,
3: yeah. We can do that. I do have uh, 50 foot of rope if we have our uh, supplies. You do. Okay.
4: I would prefer the rope. I need my hands free <laughs>
3: So we take twenty minutes to find each other and tie ourselves up in a
1: nice rope chain.
2: <laughs> that um, do we tie each other off, or should we just each like put a hand on the rope?
1: I think tie.
2: I,
3: would think, be I think we should tie each other together.
2: Okay,
0: let's tie. We'll take effectively say it takes around five minutes. Uh, yeah, you're when you're actively trying to find each other, sonar is not so weak. Um, yeah, yeah. Godfrey, um, however, says no, no. I'll be flying above, and uh, he says, however, and he gives and hands down to all four of you a ring. Well, four rings, not not one ring. That would be difficult. You slip it on, or well, perhaps I should say, do you?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Edwin slips on the ring. Great.
0: Um, As you're doing so, he says, this will create a telepathic bond. That way, you can contact me if you need me, and I suppose each other. I will attempt to give you cover. I recommend moving quickly. Okay, let's go. So. Let's go. As he does, he uh, slaps the terrain and it melds itself down. As... A hole opens up. Um, He keeps it fairly small. It is roughly five by six feet um, so that you can all walk through. Um, Beyond it is, again, a stream of fire that seems to be happening from two distinct sides. As you exit into the battlefield, um, or those of you who can see through it at least, you'll see that on your right, what would be south, There seems to be an almost uh, structure of some sort, um, one that was blocked previously by your sort of small mountain. It looks effectively like a large barracks with a uh, marble and metal, sorry, a metal overhang, good Lord, um, with a white sleek uh, fixed fixture with red crossing. On the other side... You see blue, and um, somebody's going to realize what I'm doing here. Uh, You'll see blue with, uh, again, another fixed, almost barracks-looking style. In between, there are small pathways that seem to dart across the battlefield going in various directions. Your goal is northeast, which would be passing by the blue base.
3: Well, I only have a speed of 25, but I take off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, everyone in this group is slow. Um, Awesome. (laughs) So, the real question is, you're invisible. How do you want to go about this? You can move across the terrain um, in a series of stealth checks, hiding basically from fixed picture tree rock, or you can effectively run hoping that uh, you were not caught by the fire, uh, friendly or otherwise. Bearing in mind, and this was uh, would have been explained to you, what was cast on you is not greater invisibility. It is just invisibility. Should you commit an action that is um, malicious in intent or an attack, uh, it will fade and you will be exposed on the battlefield. So how do you go about this?
2: And I would think that the most effective way would it just be to, to dart and try and, like, use dexterity to not get hit by stuff.
0: So take an acrobatic approach, um, kind of literally move with finesse across the battlefield?
2: Yes, I, I, I say that, and, like, I'm not a dexterous one. Uh, Geoffrey told us that we should
3: hurry, and so I think
1: that we should run. Running sounds
2: good. I can run if I must. Running, ru- uh, running and no hurting, I guess. So let's go.
0: Okay. You've chosen athletics as your skill.
1: <laughs> There's a little thing lights up, Bring.
0: <laughs> so uh, roll me an athletics check. And in fact, roll me three of them.
1: Ooh, okay, hello. Get to use all three on my d20s. D20. <laughs> Jeep has no problems. Uh,
2: uh,
1: first one's 26, second one's dirty 20, and then the third one's an 18 for Ren. They are all above 20. Uh,
0: okay, you guys Edwin. are going to have to slow down or put it in the chat yeah, and yeah. roll 20 for me, please, so that I can see them.
3: Uh, so demanding.
0: I am rolling so badly today. <laughs> um, I I
2: rolled worse. <laughs>
4: I got a 12, and a 6, and a (laughs) 6. Wow, so close, and yet worse than mine. (laughs) 12, 7, 7.
3: Once again, the small ones will conquer. (laughs) So I imagine that we um, either put the two fighty characters in the front to take some of the damage, or we put them on the ends of the rope so
1: that they, uh, the other two can, like, turn behind us. I think I'll take the back if you want to take the front, honey. All right, that is why we are both so dexterous and they're just dragging along <laughs> behind us.
2: <laughs> Describe how we fucked up, Brian.
3: How did we do, Brian?
0: I'm having to do rather intense math because you rolled almost perfectly across from each other. You guys suck so badly, but they <laughs> did so well that I'm actually having to do this much more delicately than I thought.
3: You are welcome.
4: <laughs> so what you're saying is we're all sitting around a table at the
0: end remembering how we died. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you're back at the table. <laughs> That's exactly-
3: I mean, if you want, we can literally be like, oh, I do not remember you two doing so badly. <laughs>
1: And then I, they won't. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> that could make
0: things easier. No, no, no. Um, I was just, again, I have uh, uh, prepared. Okay. So your first uh, dat- mad dash against effectively the first third of the uh, field culminates in you hiding beneath a large, fixed, rocky outcropping. Um, there is no danger, though, uh, Edwin um, and Thur-, Thur- Thurin. Th- mm, one more time. Thurin? Thurin. Thurin. Okay. <laughs> have to slow it down a little bit for us, folks. Um, uh, I'm just so- So sorry, your
4: clumsy human tongue can't handle it. <laughs> Uh,
0: What it actually is, is technically at all times, I'm restraining my southern accent. Um, And now, (laughs) now I can't not. And so it's just impossible. I've lost how to uh, pronounce things. Anyway, Thurin and Edwin dangling, almost getting hit. But quite literally being physically pulled across by their more powerful and athletic comrades. On your second dash, things go a little less well. (laughs) As you are rushing across the terrain, a spout almost of earth erupts in front of you, and uh, chunks of thick, sharp rocks explode, catching both Edwin and Justin, and unfortunately, by design of a rope tied around your waist, the four of you in a uh, basically pounding of sharp rocks. Please roll for me, Dexterity Saves.
2: Uh, Oh my God.
1: At 20. (laughs) I got
0: a 19 plus 4. And anyone who rolled uh, Anyone who rolled a 14 or higher will take 3 damage. Anyone who rolled lower than a 14 will take 6.
2: Okay, <laughs> who won, Justin? Cuz I rolled a 4.
4: Cool. So technically I won cuz I rolled a 7. That is mm-hmm. like the fifth 7 I have rolled. I don't know what's going on. I think my dice are unhappy because I put them all in a storage case instead of, like, leaving them in my normal, like, dice carrier, and so they're all just, like, rebelling.
1: Brian, you said we took three? Correct. If we passed? Yeah, we took three, honey.
2: Six. Oh, boy. Super
0: squishy. I don't like
2: this. Six damage? Yeah. Oh,
0: boy. That level one, though...
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. That level one wizard, though. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, that, Ooh, that bad.
4: So, uh, yeah, Thurin is really, is like, he's on the ground, ears are just ringing, and he's just like, all right. Okay, sound off. Who's hurt?
0: Well, you were exposed, so I will say you already rolled your third dice. Um, oh,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're able to complete. Uh-huh, man. No, you're able to complete your mad dash, getting you back into a small zone of safety as you are uh, effectively about mm, 10 yards, 30 feet uh, from the tower of which you were directed. Um, and you are underneath this large curled tree that seems to have grown through the ground and opened up in various places, which is where you currently are. Um, there's a small opening that uh, you wouldn't be able to step through, but other than that, you were surrounded by uh, wood. Now go. <laughs> All right. Sound off. Who's hurt?
2: Yeah, that, that, wasn't, uh, that wasn't very good.
4: Yeah, no. Tsuri is like he's like bleeding from his head. He's like, "Yep. No. Nope, that was not fun." All right. Uh how how are you feeling? You uh little wizard wizard
2: boy. How are you feeling? Not not good. Um, that hurt quite a bit, uh but I'm still standing. I guess we could keep going. How are you guys?
3: Well, you uh, yanked on the uh, rope very hard, and uh, so my uh, tummy is a little upset, but other than that, I think I am all right.
1: Yeah, my hands hurt a little bit from holding on, but otherwise I'm okay, just a little bit of blister. I mean, you, th-
3: Thorin, you look very ups- uh, very bad. Do you need to use a heel?
2: Um, Well, I. I then we're yeah. still invisible, aren't we?
3: Oh, I think can we, took, we not do a heal?
4: Would, I think we took damage, which means oh, if we, we take would be knocked damage, out. then we're not invisible. Oh, I think that's how invisibility works,
0: DM. I uh, uh, think you're right. I am confirming, but I am also fairly certain that's how it works.
3: So uh, now we should maybe go stealthily, so that you are uh, less dexterity people. Ah. Don't get
0: hurt. Uh, incorrect. Melee? Uh, it is specifically until the spell ends, uh, unless you attack or cast a spell. So you are still okay. invisible. So I was wrong, uh, ironically.
2: Do non-damaging cantrips work or count?
0: It's it's the action casts a spell. So I think... Um, so that would count. I think these. it would count. Okay. Yeah.
4: So I can't even. But we are heal. still
0: invisible. That's cool. Yeah, it's the question. Then he can't heal. That's exactly. Nope. Um, it's the question of do you do you heal or do you um hope that the invisibility sees you through? So we're gonna keep going. <sighs>
3: um, shall we do it stealthily, so that
1: hopefully you two do not get hit again with something? I think that might be best at this point.
4: Uh, I'm not sure my arm is very conducive
2: to that, but willing to give it a try. Uh,
1: you are quite loud, yes.
2: Uh, hopefully the invisibility will counteract that, too.
3: Ah, uh,
0: yes. So we go stealthily. Okay. So, between, uh, first off, four stealth checks. Four? Four? Well... Uh, Do we get advantage with the invisibility? Yes, and by four, I just meant that all of you roll a stealth check. Two. Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh. Oh,
4: okay.
0: Um, just tell me whatever number is higher, because you have advantage.
4: So I get disadvantage with my scale mail, so with invisibility, just a flat check? Correct.
2: Okay. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh. Uh, Edwin rolled a 12 on that...
3: It's okay. You can use myself. I got a
4: 19 plus 6. Guess what I rolled. Somebody just guess what I rolled. I bet it was a 7. What you would be then? fucking correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is impressive.
1: Brand got a dirty 20. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> Lauren, do you want to use my das? <laughs> uh,
4: sure. <laughs> sure, just have them overnight shipped to me. <laughs> Uh, so okay. with with
2: stealth that is uh an eight. God. All right, Brian, what happens to throwing in the
3: headwind? <laughs> I very stealthily ah. uh fist bump Ren
1: because we are kicking ass. You
0: missed. I reach up invisible. just
1: I reach up one foot and just slightly connect. Done. <laughs>
4: rest of the encounter is just the invisible sound of two bodies being dragged <laughs> across the ground.
0: <laughs> so what happens is that you make it to the door unscathed. Now before you, formally, this would be the entrance to one of the mage specialty uh, towers. Um, here specifically they would teach divination. It is the tallest tower on the campus. However, currently, um, it is converted. It is short um, and squat uh, directly in front of you. A square-like, almost, I should say, rectangular building with a flat roof that then builds onto another and then another the same height as before, um, but almost transformed as those steps you could step up or down. The door itself is uh, made of what looks to be wood. Um, It is dark in hue, and there is a large keyhole uh, sitting in the middle of the door. Um, And to the left and right are four different runes.
3: And this is where we need to be?
0: Yes. Inside are the supplies that you were told to gather. Through your link, uh, the voice of Joffrey says, find a way in.
2: Okay. Um, can Edwin roll, like, investigation on the runes? And see if he can deduce kind of what's going on there. Or... Are- Arcana would work as well. Oh, cool! I'm probably better at that. I am much better at that. <laughs> oh, I'm exactly the same at that. <laughs> Yay! Good rolls. That's a uh, twenty-five.
0: Excellent. It is easy for you to recognize these four symbols as the broke a broken apart, I should say, or Um, Cut in quarters of open. You recognize that you could pretty easily arrange these um, to create, essentially, the spell. Okay, cool. i do it. (laughs) With little issue, you immediately, quote unquote, knock on the door. The spell goes off and the door opens.
3: I knew we brought you for something. Yeah, that was pretty fancy there.
2: Well done. Thanks. Um, so let's go in and try and get the medical supplies.
0: As you enter, well, line order for me.
2: Cheap. Ran. I'm in the back. Uh,
4: yeah,
0: Thurin will take third then. Okay. Um... Jeep and Ren, as you enter, uh, the room itself um, is much smaller than it is before, roughly 15 feet across and maybe 10 feet wide. Um, It's like a narrow hallway. At the end, you see two sets of stairs on the left and right side. Uh, The room is almost colorless, not white, but colorless. As you step in, The ground changes color and whatever color your boot was, drains of color.
1: I don't think that's supposed to happen. What if I am barefoot?
0: It takes on the color and hue of your flesh. Your flesh momentarily takes on the color. Well, I should say it goes colorless but very quickly retains its color.
1: Edwin, do you have any idea what that is? This seems like some sort of illusion to
3: freak us out.
2: <clears throat> um, can, can Edwin roll our arcana to
0: see what the heck that is? Sure. Uh, 13. You're unsure of any specific spell that would be causing this effect. It does seem as though likely to be transfiguration or illusion, but you're unable to determine which without further investigation.
2: Um can I can we like note if we are speaking telepathically through the rings? Yes. I would like to speak telepathically through the rings to my compatriots here and Perfect. and say um guys, I think that this might be a sub sort of spell so that someone could see even if uh, someone was invisible coming in. Uh, So maybe we want to try and create some sort of diversion. All right, what would you suggest then? Uh, Does anyone have just things we could toss to the other side of the room? Try and create not a clear path.
1: I have darts. That I could shoot. I have hand axes.
2: I have a crossbow with some bolts. So we could try that. Why do, why do I have a little bag of sand?
0: <laughs> Probably came in one of your packs. It's in my adventuring gear.
2: <laughs> like components? Probably.
3: This is in character. He's going through his pack, and he's like, why do I have this? <laughs> why does yeah,
2: this I guess um, Brian could like, uh, I th- take like a couple little small pinches of sand and like try and toss it to other parts of the room. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but everyone, I'm gonna. I have a little bit of sand. I'm gonna try and just toss this around. I'm trying to create, yeah, not a, not a linear path, so that maybe they can't see exactly where we're stepping. Does the, um, Brian, does the color, like, stay on the floor that it takes from whatever touches it? So, like, if we stepped,
0: then? It does. Um, you're not sure how long. You can see it begin to fade, uh, depending on how long you stand there. But let's say, even if you were there for about a minute, you would see the edges begin to fade. But it's at least a minute from after you touch it. Mm Okay. Okay.
3: I think that we should just press forward. I think it is just to freak us out, perhaps.
2: Okay, well, I'm, for sure, I'll, let's, uh, if everyone thinks we should keep going, we should keep going.
1: We can always keep going and then you can throw those sand as you go, kind of like Hansel and Griddle.
2: Mm-hmm. Just confuse them. Yeah, I'll try and like uh, scatter the path a little bit, as much as I can.
0: So, you are deliberately, just to be clear, attempting to highlight tiles that you were not on um, and then step onto other ones that you've also put sand on, but kind of creating very path- pathways, yeah. not just cult the floor. you're attempting no, to specifically I,
2: I just want it to specifically look like, yeah, you know, there's like no linear
0: path, like okay. Like as though several people were walking in whose and like boots were the color of sand. Yeah, walking around and yeah. Okay. You get effectively halfway through the room. Um, so you are at 10 feet. Um and you hear the twang, and then the uh see a bolt fire onto one of the uh Tiles, you have thrown sand on, as you were not in that pathway. Presuming you're all following the same one, which I should have established beforehand. But you are avoid being gutted or shot in the gut. One, I should say. The two doors at the end. Now that you're halfway, you can see as you get closer. There does seem to be a faint, blurred line between them. Some sort of dark coloring. Um, This uh, is fairly basic magic. You know it is locked, but you're not sure how. There is no evident keyhole. But you've seen this in other areas of the, uh, uh, the academy.
3: Edwin, I suggest you continue throwing your sand, since that seems to be working and also, do you have a way to open magical locks?
2: Um, I can keep doing the sand, but I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know any spells to break locks yet. Um, anybody else know how to do that?